0: The Sand Geeks, 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 the Sand Geeks. We are the Sand Geeks. Hello, geeks. Hope you're all doing really well. I'm Chris. You might know my YouTube channel, Fragmental. I'm on Instagram, fragmental.uk. How are you doing, everybody? Hope you've had a good week. Hey, what is happening in a few days? No, it's not the fifty-second episode of the Scent Geeks, although I know we're all excited for that. But Santa's coming. I hope he brings us all some nice, some nice little prezzies. I'm sure my podcast host might might be expecting a few nice, fragrant things from Santa. We'll find out after I introduce him. Here is Steve from the YouTube channel Frags to Riches. Hello, mate. Hello. How you doing? You're right, mate. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm really good. Had another nice weekend i was just gonna say i've got a quick quick question chris oh yeah uh,
1: right at the start if i may um
0: who sponsors this podcast steve i am so glad you asked because that was the next thing that uh, that i had on the tip of my tongue it's actually sponsored by csense.com. Uh, and steve do you know the uh the little um extra uh link to to be able to get through to that website using our affiliate so we get a nice kickback and receive the sponsorship for the podcast oh the, the link that people should use if they want to buy from ccense.com but also support our podcast by doing so uh, that link would be csense.com forward slash geeks is that right yeah that's right and i do you know what i think it's i think it's win-win because not only do you get a cheap fragrance which you can spread your cost over three months by the way you are also supporting this wonderful podcast and you're helping keep us going and we're hopefully helping keep you going through this weird year we're having. And I think 2021 is is maybe going to get weirder, guys. Uh, Sorry to break that to you, but we're going to be here. And if you want us to be here, then, you know, every little bit helps. The Kofi donations and using seasense.com to get yourself a nice deal on a fragrance and uh, keep us fueled uh, to keep bringing you the content. Much appreciated. There we go. Hey, Steve, I think we plugged the hell out of that i'm, I'm happy that was with that. smooth
1: i was pleased with that smooth. that was smooth yeah. it's all, almost like we're professionals
0: yeah absolutely these these podcasts that pre-record their little sponsorship jingles we we go the extra mile we just think of things on the spot we don't don't do pre-record jingles yeah. that's so impersonal
1: or, or remember on the spot is probably <laughs> we more, d- we more forget, better sort we, of description yeah. <laughs> yeah we sort of remember on the spot and then go oh shit we better mention the sponsor yeah. so but yeah we do it we do it we're doing <laughs> our job so and they're doing their job because we've had some a few people buy from them and they've all said some positive things so so far so good
0: yeah the customer service is great that's that's one thing that keeps coming out and i know speaking to the guys that run the site that's uh, something they pride themselves on. So, and, and that counts for a lot, in my opinion. Personally, if I'm buying something, if I get good customer service, it, it makes a massive difference to the experience. So yeah, there we go. They're doing it. Hmm. Anyway, how are you? Um, yeah, I well, yeah, good. Good, mate. Um, I, You know what? You, I've been talking about Mandalorian and Star Wars the last few weeks. I'll keep you updated on, <laughs> on what's going on. Um, not going to spoil anything about the episode at all, but it finished. It was the last one on uh, Friday it was released we watched it yesterday my girls have loved it and it's done exactly what I was thinking it might do and it's got well it's 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 one of them actually wasn't interested in watching the films she's now interested in watching the films so today we watched Star Wars! I sat and watched Star Wars with my kids and Steve, I, I cannot tell you how big an occasion. This is something I've been dreaming of since I found out my wife was pregnant. Before our first was even born, I had visions of us sitting on the sofa and watching Star Wars. I know that sounds sad but I am a Star Wars geek and I love it. So when you've had that in your mind for eight, nine years, to actually finally do it without like tying them to the sofa and forcing them to do it which i've thought about a few times but decided against they naturally organically have found their way to star wars and uh yeah i was just sat there like a proud excited bit of a kid <laughs> a little, bit of a dad little weekend. tear
1: rolling down your cheek oh, as, you, as, the, yeah. as the opening credits started to roll
0: yeah yeah <laughs> nice envious that all these things that will unfold in the story that they have yet to discover them all uh yeah, it was it was it's been brilliant, yeah. And then we've, we've had a, we had we went out to the North York Moors for a lovely walk yesterday and we're around a little village and it's really Christmassy. Had some mulled wine and a mince pie in the middle of the village. We met we know how to do Christmas, mate. We've uh, we've been making the most of it. How's your week been?
1: Uh week's been okay. A bit stressful at work. I've got a customer that's annoying the hell out of me, but um that's not too bad weekend's been quite good the baby has been well she's been an arsehole this weekend oh, to be perfectly honest oh she's dear, been she an absolute be... arsehole um the boy's been good though so he's currently my favorite um <laughs> yes yeah, so, you can't
0: have favorites steve come on
1: uh, I, I can when one's been an arsehole she's going to um, listen to this
0: podcast one day I, I doubt it. If she
1: gets into fragrance, I'll sway her into a different direction. Okay. <laughs> she, let's, don't go down that dark path that I went down. <laughs> um, no, it's been all right. So yesterday was yesterday was a slog because Friday Friday night I ended up going to bed quite late for no real reason. I was just end up I think I caught something on TV, started watching that, and then it was just it was pointlessly for no reason. Went to bed late. so Yesterday I was tired and it was a long day. The baby was an asshole in the morning. I actually got tattooed in the morning, so I did get some time to myself. I kind of went off to the tattooist. Ooh, uh, you got new tattoos, did you? Hours. Yes, I did. Yeah, I was tattooed yesterday. Because you so, have tattoos
0: on your shoulder, going down your your arm, don't you? Your your upper arm. So was yeah, it added both,
1: in that area? Yeah, I've both sides. So I've got both. I've got half sleeves on both arms. I've got one on my ribs and kind of th- sort of three, I guess, Ooh, I now, on my rib-woper. back. Yeah, it was the funny thing w the one with the rib. It wasn't so much that it hurt; it was more trying to resist the urge to retract. Obviously, yeah. if anybody touches your ribs, you would naturally move back. That is your reflex. Oh God! So, someone at work used to, to be...
0: come up behind me and and with Just both jab hands jab yeah. me in the ribs, and it was like a, a defibrillator. Honestly.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah I went and did that yesterday. So then I got back. So I was a bit. It didn't take long actually. So it was only I said like, like an hour. Like the tattooing was about an hour. So mm. I was, was got a like, Chanel couple Boston of hours. That you had? <laughs> yeah exactly uh <laughs> no it's the chronic obviously i've banged on that one and i, <laughs> and then I, and I treated, t- treated myself to like burger king on the way back and then i got back and that and so then i was a bit obviously a bit sort of battered from getting tattooed and i was really tired and then the baby was an arsehole and i was like oh god it was like the longest afternoon it was one of those ones where you look at i looked at my watch and it was like two o'clock and i was like oh my god how can it only be two o'clock <laughs> and then I reckon about 4 hours later I looked at my watch and it was 2:45 and I'm like how the fuck does that work this is this is, who froze oh, time this Ooh, is like, time passes is slowly so when you put watching. yeah it was the worst but um today was good I actually got some more sleep last night and then the boy's been helping me with some chores today so I've been sort of paying him some pocket money bless him he's been really good today yeah. so um yeah it's kind of it's an all right weekend it's all right today was good I've enjoyed good. today yesterday yesterday was productive Well, both days productive but yeah yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, not too, to not too much to report really. Okay. So,
0: yeah. uh, shall we do some? Pod let's do min? some fragrant stuff. I think. Yeah. Shall we? Yeah.
1: Let's do some podmin. Yeah. Hit, so, hit me with the, um, the podmin. Hit me with your rhythm stick, <laughs> right? No. This week we've only got one Kofi. so we, the podcast is going to be half the duration this week because we can't afford to do it any longer. Yeah. Um, We're so take next year as- off exactly um, so you can support us ko-fi, uh, .com forward slash, uh, geeks, word, so ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks or one word so ko or forward slash the scent geeks I've noticed quite a lot of YouTubers have got kofi accounts now I think they've got it from us to be honest I yeah. think they've actually stolen that idea um, but you can go there and you can donate a little, as little as three pounds it's like you're buying us a coffee just to kind of support the podcast anyway we've only had one this week it comes from Carl he says Merry Christmas and thanks for keeping us entertained at the start of each week with humorous and informative conversations content scent of the day is i'll have to click on it to expand it foolishly me scent of the day is a black velvet cafe by 4160 tuesdays i never know if it's 4160 4160 i never 1, know 1, how to say that tuesdays, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Way, Four Thousand One Hundred Sixty Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said it's a woody heavy warming coffee fragrance perfect for the cold weather so nice. i've not tried that have so you tried anything from them
0: no oh God, have i no no i haven't i don't think I have. No. They've, they've never been in touch
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no free bottles from them so that's it so thank you to carl and do keep the kofis coming in it is christmas time after all so yep. we would love it if you could support us Cheers, other than carl. that yeah um, i don't think there's been any new reviews either has there
0: no there haven't been any new reviews but I've, that, actually I've, that has just jolted my my mind about something that happened to me yesterday that i want to give someone a, a shout out it was really it was kind of cool actually because we went to this remote little village in North Yorkshire called Huttonley Hole and uh, we did the walk and we got back to the, to the car park and I was, um, I was further back with walking with Helen's dad because he's a little bit slower and Helen and the girls were, were up front and they'd stopped and talked to, to some people with dogs and, and then we got back in the van and we drove home and then as I would got back home and I got a direct message. On someone who's direct messaged me before, actually, um, on Instagram about setting up a YouTube channel, wanted a bit of advice, and he says, "You weren't by any chance in Huttonley Hall earlier today, were you, Chris? If you weren't, you have got the spitting image uh, of of yourself walking around North Yorkshire, and uh, and he and he Oh 'Oh, I've just seen your story. I see that you were around there. Your your girls were were petting my dog. My girls, everyone's everyone who's got a dog, they want to go and stroke it. So so they were petting his dog." And he said i thought it was you but I'd, i wasn't sure so i didn't come over i said oh i wish i i wish i'd have come over and said hello i'm a, I'm a big fan and i thought that how cool is that, that in, in in this remote little village in north yorkshire someone watches the channel and is, is a fragrance enthusiast and has their own channel so um because it would have been lovely to say hello to to him someone who watches the channel. So because we, we didn't get to properly meet, we nearly met, I put a little shout out on my community tab on YouTube and shouted out his channel. He just started, he had 20 subs yesterday and he's, he's, he's pushing 100 now, so it's giving him a nice little... Oh, that's me. my little that's Christmas weird. present for him being so nice, nice to my girls when they were interested in his dog. So um, uh, yeah, if you go to my community tab and uh, go and check out Paul's channel. Uh, I think it's Paul James Fragrances. And I wanted to shout him out because for someone who's just started he speaks really well in front of the camera better than i did honestly uh, better than i did when he started he's very relaxed he knows he knows his stuff as well um and uh so yeah he's um he's he's a new uk reviewer that everyone should go check out Ah, cool
1: Hmm. i love it when stuff like that happens. so i had it when i was in um somebody well i think they messaged or put a comment going oh did i just see you coming out of like duty free at um the airport like i was i think it was when i was coming back from spain i think it was when i was coming back from spain mm. um and then like, oh did i see you in the minute i was like yeah yeah you did and it's kind of weird the weirdest one i ever had so um some people uh, know that i used to kind of teach uh, salsa and stuff so i used to kind of be into all of that sort of stuff i've got loads of weird eclectic hobbies but um <laughs> and i remember one time i was at the top of a mountain in bulgaria snowboarding And somebody just kind of skied like kind of up sort of past me and they went, oh, i know you from salsa in norwich don't i so like norwich in norfolk because i used to go there because my brother's uh, well his wife that's where they live now but he, okay. used, to, so he used to go I there and yeah he's just like in a uh, top of a mountain in bulgaria and he's just up and went oh i know you from salsa in norwich and I? I was like yeah you do
0: it's
1: <laughs> like how weird is yeah. that it's such a small world man. i had the same
0: such thing a couple world. years ago top of a, a mountain in the french alps someone from my gym i was working there they were members and they were like they were in the front of me in the coffee queue at the top of this little mountain and in this little chalet and they're like oh all right how you doing
1: <laughs> so weird yeah. man. so weird yeah. okay cool. well, that's a lovely little shout out so um that's all the that's all the
0: pod done in it really it is so... it's fragrance talk now so do you want to do you oh, want to yeah. tell us have you been wearing much this week has it been a big week in fragrance for you steve or not not really so
1: um this week i dropped a top 10 uh, fragrances top 10 fragrances from alexandra fragrances video so yes. i dropped that this week. i love week. your video so...
0: so much i haven't watched that one yet
1: <laughs> thanks mate right. um and yeah so this week i've basically had a bit of an Alexandria week so quite often when i drop those videos not only well it depends what it is obviously normally if it's a test that you're doing you kind of test it beforehand yeah but for those i often kind of wear them um, almost because of the video i think well i feel like i should wear these now and uh, or sometimes i wear it just before just to make sure i'm happy with my decisions and things so yeah i've, I've been wearing loads of alexandria fragrances this week so i've worn hafez 1984 nice. uh, black black panther today i'm wearing um black tie Fair, which is their version of ysl's tuxedo so i don't know if you've ever smelled that it's lovely i think you'd really like that one
0: yeah i've smelled it in store uh, it's i've not smelled yeah. alexandria's version but yeah it's good fragrance excellent
1: yeah no that's really nice i've worn sparkling bergamot which is their take of Lalabos uh, bergamot 22 yeah so um i'm just looking over now because i've got loads of them sitting on the side so yeah i've had a bit of an alexandria week this Great. week so um i think another i did also wear another classic i've worn um oh it's gone from my head have worn that oh, classic? it'll is come to me yeah young, it's it it? that classical i can't even remember
0: wow. what it is it'll come back to me anyway but yeah so what have you been wearing so i've been wearing yeah not not a lot actually i guess i've been doing a lot of testing but today i treated myself to a little spray of enigma because i've decided because enigma was my christmas day fragrance for last year I couldn't make it my Christmas day for it. well I mean I could have done but it would have been boring to choose the same one because of course you know being YouTubers we, we all make content about what we're wearing on Christmas day so I wanted it to be a different fragrance and uh, that will be revealed on Christmas day so I thought right if I'm not wearing it on Christmas day I'm going to wear it today so and you know what what better time when it was that momentous occasion of of me and my girls sitting down to watch Star Wars and I was smelling of Enigma and so were they I sprayed them as well. So we were sat engulfed in this cloud of enigma watching Star Wars. Gosh, I mean that's that's heaven. That is I don't think life could get any better than that. So anyway, take me there one day, please. And I also wore a new one from Steve Martin Perfume, not the actor. Uh, they, they did feature a feature at Scent Explore. Uh, they're a relatively new brand, I think. And it was called Yamuna River, which is a nice kind of white floral powdery fragrance. Reminded me along the lines, not the same, but along the lines of Amouage Reflection Man. But it was a little more vanilla-y. It had a like, richer, warmer vin- vanilla um, element to it, especially in the dry down. So I enjoyed that. Put a little post about that on, on my Insta. I've been oh this next one um this is one of my best buys of this year Zadig and Voltaire this is him, I, I bought it a few weeks ago it was in my haul video that I, I put out mm. on on Friday and it's a uh, oh, it's vanilla sandalwood incense not much more to it but it is a banger it really it hits the spot it's mass appealing it's rich it uh, I get great performance. It, it just it really scratches an itch for me uh, it's just really it's well not, done not too expensive either is it no How it's a cheap it's a pretty cheap fragrance yeah I think I got 30 mil for I don't I can't remember isn't that 30 40 quid something like that yeah no 50 mil. sorry got 50 mil. Uh, so yes I, I will be talking about that a little bit more I've also been wearing uh, one called Caritas from Memoirs London and I've I think I talked about this last week but it's just still blowing me away new one from Teo Cabanel called Ulla. La, La which is a hazelnut iris tobacco dream. Oh, it just is sensational. I'm so glad to have a bottle of it. And uh, if anyone loves tobacco and iris, like the Dior type of iris, try and get a sample of Ulala from Tia Cabanel. Because, uh, and, and the good thing is it's cheaper than their regular line. So they're usually fairly expensive, but you can get, oh gosh, I talked about it in a video. 100 ml is 105 euros. 50 ml is i think 53 euros so 40 50 quid you can you can get the 30 ml bottle um so that's puts it within the budget of a lot of people actually so well worth checking out in my very humble opinion that's what i've been wearing
1: fair play Mm. um i remembered what the classic fragrance was that i've been wearing um it is a true classic it's dolce and Gabbana light blue so i wore that uh, the other day Lovely. it's um it's always oh, it just works actually my wife really likes that she often says i smell nice is that the um, Intense or, or not no that's the standard one right. i've actually done a video in the past comparing the original with the uh Intense or ointents as um <laughs> uh, uh that youtuber said i can't remember his name now god i'm not doing well for today. It's, i think he's a classic no, right?
0: it, was... Oh, when
1: you forget no it was um triple ink bradley oh, right. uh, oh he, he kept, yeah he kept saying intense as if it was like a kind of french yeah. sort of name but I, I think it's literally just intense um so i've worn that um i tell you another fragrance i tried this week which uh might we might talk about in the future actually was um alita as well from bogue so oh, yeah. See, peter dropped a video uh, on that so i i've not given it full wearing yet I'll give it a little sniff uh, i don't sniff. want to say too much because we might have some sort of content coming up on that in the future but yeah that's a really interesting fragrance of the same perfumer that did t-rex so that's uh, quite an interesting yep. creation. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So it's from the. Um, so the the guy from um, the Koops and his missus basically. So it's their fragrance. So yeah, that's a, quite an interesting one. Um, if anybody's interested to know more, probably go and watch Peter from Fragrance View. He's vid- mm. he dropped a video. Didn't he did a premiere with it yeah. on Friday night? So he's as always. His review is very thorough and he spoke very highly of it, so it might be worth going to see that if you're interested in that fragrance. Um, yeah. uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention, while I was talking about uh, Alexandra, um, Dave from Alexandra in the UK uh, messaged me the other day just to give me the heads up, and they've got a couple of interesting new releases coming out. So They've got one called uh, Executive Order, which is, so they're mixing basically the DNA from Zion yeah. and uh, Boardroom, which is their take on um, Jeremy Fragrance's um, Fragrance One uh, yeah. office for men. Zion so is they're, they're Elysium, quite, is it? yes yes sorry yeah i just kind of in my head there so yeah basically elysium and fragrance one uh, office for men they're mixing those two so zion and boardroom they're mixing those together to create an executive order and that that could be a very interesting mass appealing monster i would have thought that could be a a great uh, blue fragrance
0: yeah alexandria fragrances always seem to have you know good pretty good long-lasting quite rich composition so i think that'll work really well yeah interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and another
1: one they're dropping is one called uh, fame 19 which is uh andy warhol's uh, bond number no. nine uh sort of inspiration of that so uh uh-huh. yeah so um yeah that might be interesting so Brilliant. yeah he's kind of mentioned that to me when i sort of i just uh, let him know i was going to drop a video and stuff he's like oh cool he's like just to let you know got a couple of new fragrances so if anybody's interested in those they sound interesting might be worth
0: trying to find out very <laughs> much looking forward to those great yeah that, uh, good good little news segment, Steve, that you just kind of introduced there. There uh, was it. there, yeah. A couple of new
1: fragrances there. and It's almost like I'm informed uh, and I'm not bit, just blagging yeah. it and forgetting names left, right and centre. <laughs> so, um,
0: yeah. right. Shall we talk about some sort of fragrance-related content? Yes. So, Steve and I were having a little chat earlier today. And actually, this was sparked off by a conversation I was having today. We, I talk, speak with my brother-in-law um, very often about fragrances and i remember when i just started my channel and i was getting into it a little bit and he was interested in fragrances but it, a bit more he wore fragrances he was enjoying some aqua de palma uh, but he wasn't really he didn't own a lot of fragrances but he was interested but over the course of me doing my i'm probably to blame for all this over the course of me doing the youtube channel he's got more and more into it and we were just talking today about When enough is enough? Is it ever enough? Do you ever get to that point? So we thought we'd talk about fragrance buying addiction because we might have alluded to this, touched on it in previous podcasts, but I think it's a subject that is very common amongst a lot of fragrance uh, enthusiasts. It's difficult to, to know when to stop buying them and when you've got enough fragrances because it goes beyond just having enough to wear doesn't it because that's a that's a couple of bottles um but people fall down this rabbit hole and they're in facebook groups they watch youtube channels they're on instagram and they're constantly bombarded with this information about new fragrances they get caught up in the hype for new fragrances and they think oh i I must smell smell that one so, yeah, I just thought we'd we'd chat about how we feel about fragrance addiction, whether, whether Steve and I are addicted to buying fragrances. Uh, it, it's a massive part of our lives. So, Steve, where do you think you're at? I mean, I don't know what your current collection is, but I feel, and I know you try and move things on as often as you can to make space mm. for others, but your collection must be a lot bigger than the average fragrance wearer the mug the muggle fragrance wearer shall shall we say so where do you stand with it definitely so
1: before i kind of got into youtube and become a fragrance reviewer as it were i used to have probably between maybe four maybe six fragrances at the most i used to like to have basically a couple that were i used to refer think of as daytime fragrances that i would wear that were sort of a bit more affordable but quite simple and clean and fresh that i'd wear to work just office type fragrances so i didn't kind of bring out the expensive stuff and then i'd have a couple of like nicer ones that were kind of for going out over dates or obviously clubbing or nice occasions and events and back then they those kind of nicer expensive ones were like 40 50 pounds it's like oh that's quite a quite yeah, a posh fragrance a, a lot, i've got there yeah. <laughs> yeah like the work ones were sort of like 20 to 30 maybe you know like your ck ones and that sort of thing gonna be like oh that's sort of like a sort of cheapy for work or whatever and then yeah a sort of 40 or 50 pounds one would be like a designer i'd be like oh that's that's a that's an expensive one that's quite posh i'll save that for save that for best and that's yeah. and that's my kind of attitude and then obviously got kind of got into watching YouTubers yourself and kind of got into it and then I started just wanting to because i've always been into fragrance and i think is i've got quite a obsessive kind of personality really if i get into something i get into it you know i really need to kind of get get i like to read things research stuff and, and kind of look so and then it's i obviously just wanted to try more and then what with the youtube i i probably i only ever bought ones that i did want to try but i was probably more inclined to buy them so i had something to do on youtube as well yeah i've kind of got out of that now which is good but i'm i've always said this i said this in a video recently where for me i'm not somebody that keeps so some people are fragrance collectors aren't they so they'll have god knows infinite amount of they're they're proud to have two three hundred bottles for whatever Mm. i i don't want that because i think that for me personally i look at it sometimes i think this is fucking ridiculous this is just a bunch of smelly water i know it's not just water whatever but yeah it's like sometimes i think oh there's quite a lot of money sitting on that shelf it's just a bit silly really so i like to my attitude is i don't want to have a ridiculously large collection it's about quality over quantity so i would rather my, my, i might i'm trying to evolve my collection to be the best it can be so basically every fragrance i've got is a love a fragrance i love and it's like a 10 out of 10 that's what i want i'd be happy if i could get 30 odd fragrances that are all 10 out of 10 like love fragrances for yeah. me um, I've st- I've I'm getting there. I've got a lot of them are kind of eight or nine out of tens, and there's quite a few tens. So that's so I don't keep hold if if it's not it doesn't add anything to my collection. If it's not a ten out of ten, I do ultimately sell it on. Mm. So I try it. So I want my I, the analogy I gave in a video recently was. It's like I'm looking for my starting lineup. Like if you're looking at American football or soccer, or football, or whatever you want to, whatever your sport is, your, your starting lineup is the best, and you sort of evolve it, sell players on or whatever, and bring in new talent that 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 makes the first team. I'm I'm looking for that starting lineup that is the best of the best, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do with mine. I I'm not looking to get the largest collection. I want yeah. it to be for me the best. I'm sure other people look at it and go, "Well, you've got a load of shit on that shelf, mate." But for me, yeah, that's what absolutely. I want. So, and I've said this as well. For me, I like to sell as well because it makes me. It's like cathartic. I feel better like selling stuff on, so I'm not just wasting money, and I've yeah. not just got this silly large, stupid, sort of large collection. Obviously, it's a bit different for you because, like we said, I'm a hobbyist. You're more of a, a professional, if that kind of a professional fragrance uh, enthusiast, as mm-hmm. it were. Um, and obviously, you get sent a lot of
0: bottles um, for review, so I can imagine you've got a fucking lot of bottles. I do. Too many, really. Uh, it's interesting when you say, I mean, you said, I'd be happy with a starting lineup of 30 bottles, as if that were kind of- Yeah, you that's know, ridiculous, re- really it, so. minimalist, but most guys or girls on the street, you'd say 30 bottles too, and they'd be like, oh, are you crazy? Why would that's you have 30 yeah. bottles of fragrances? You know, it's ridiculous. But obviously, to passionate, fragrance enthusiast and collector, that is quite a very pared down collection. Now, i 'm going to go out there and, and say that I think I probably am addicted to buying fragrances. I, I feel that I, I, I see some hype or I see something I see a good deal and i'll I'll purchase it. I won't think anything about going on allbeauty.com, latino. I've did this done this recently and buying eight ten fragrances in one go. Mm. A few years ago, before I started YouTube. I used to feel guilty about going into a store and spending 50, 60 pounds on on one bottle. I used to yeah. think I could get that Paul Smith one there for twenty quid. Why am I spending sixty quid on on this Victor and Rolf fragrance? Do I do I need do I need to do that? But now my mindset has changed so much uh, that I I very much have gone down the rabbit hole of of fragrance buying. But I think I'm I'm in a position where I feel it's managed because it's all um tied into my youtube channel and i know that if i buy fragrances that i've got a good chance now with with the following that that i've built up thankfully i'm very grateful that if i buy some fragrances then then the money that that i can earn from youtube will pay for those fragrances and also leave me in a bit of profit so it's got to the point where it's almost an investment into a business you know what I mean I'm, I'm buying bottles well, to create more content which creates me more money but I love the fact I can buy more bottles so it's almost kind of conveniently justified in a way so that my finances aren't getting out of control and yes I, I'm very fortunate to receive a few free bottles as well I'd, I'd say I probably buy quite a lot more than what I receive for free um, and and it's mainly designers that, that I buy uh, but yeah, it is. Um, there is that feeling of buying those fragrances on tino, and all six arrive, you smell them, and then literally, often, they, they sit on a shelf. And I'll, I'll wear them for like intensively for a week or two, maybe to, to, to do a review, especially if it's a new fragrance. And then I will come back to them over time. But the more you get, the harder it is to go through all your fragrances. So sometimes I end up spraying four or five different fragrances in a day. To, to 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 get through and, and enjoy all these fragrances that i've bought which is quite ridiculous that i end up wearing and then of course there's testing as well you know testing new fragrances so um it, it is a bit of a ridiculous position that i'm in where do you mm-hmm. think you would be in terms of your fragrance collection and collecting if you hadn't have started your youtube channel would you be in the same place or would you be in a different place
1: i think i would be in a uh, no pun intended a watered down place i think uh, if i start if i if i was just watching uh, youtube etc and kind of got into fragrances like that because the trouble is it's hard because you you can't smell a lot of them unless you buy them so i think i would certainly have a bigger collection than those six bottles that i said earlier but probably less than the 30 odd i don't know it's funny but i guess Mm. with you i was just going to say earlier with yours you could probably write off your bottles as an expense can you it's a work expense that's your work yeah
0: absolutely yeah, I do nice. for, for tax yeah, yeah it all, it, yeah, all too gets, right. it all gets written off yeah which is another yeah. another nice nice thing so, so I, I essentially you know get that that percentage off everything that I buy because it all feeds into creating content for the channel yeah and I I yeah. I don't know before I started my channel I had not gone down the rabbit hole I wasn't in any Facebook groups I wasn't watching much on YouTube I'd literally only discovered fragrance videos on YouTube a month or so maybe before I, I started my channel so I my fragrance buying and collection has has evolved as my channel has grown and evolved that my collection and my channel have, have grown together so I, I do watch a lot of content I don't go in the Facebook groups too much just because it just you can just get lost on scrolling down that that feed and I, I literally mm. don't have a lot of time. I used to be in the more when I when I first started my channel because I was buying a lot of decants and things. Um, but I I I don't. I was kind of teetering around the edge of the rabbit hole before I started my channel, and my channel has led me firmly down into that rabbit hole. But I I honestly could not tell you which way I would have gone if I hadn't have started my channel. I couldn't tell you whether I would have just been the, the three, four bottles guy that I was at that point. I was buying a lot of perfume parlours, but I don't know if I would have started buying a lot of genuinely expensive designer and niche fragrances. I certainly would not have been spending £250 on a bottle of Enigma, which was my first very expensive niche fragrance purchase so i i don't know i don't know i could I, it could go either way personally couldn't give it's, you the answer it, to that
1: from from my perspective as well it, where this whole just wanted to keep my collection smaller and better and kind of moving stuff on because i don't basically there's a lot of fragrances that i've really liked but then I, when i look back i thought i've not worn that in the last 18 months so i might as well sell it because i'm just not wearing it and that is actually like dolce and is the one edp I really like that fragrance i think it's very nice i've never loved it like a lot of people have said i thought it was really good but i actually just thought i'm not wearing it i just don't for whatever reason i just don't reach for it it just doesn't excite me so that was one i kind of sold but that's also this dilemma i have i've not been sent many free bottles at all i've been sent a few in my time just a handful but then that's in that same position where what do i do with that because you can it's really rude to sell a bottle that has been gifted to you if you say it's a fragrance that you like or you but you just don't love maybe yeah. like i said earlier it's an eight and a half out of ten but you're looking for a 10 it's really rude to to sell on a bottle that's been gifted that's really not not a very nice thing to do but then conversely it feels sad that that's sitting on my shelf not being worn when somebody mm-hmm. else could really enjoy it and appreciate it so if giveaways if, uh, well, I have done some of those. And sometimes I let um, family members uh, have yeah. them as well who are kind of into it, like my brother or my father-in-law as well and stuff. So there's been people that, are, that have done that. But there is also a dilemma. So that's why actually sometimes, like I say, it doesn't happen often. But when people do want to send me a bottle, I'm almost reluctant. I'm kind of like, no, because then it I've got this moral dilemma if I don't... Actually, can you send me a sample? Because then I can decide if I love it or not. And then it's I don't feel bad what happens when I've got a yeah. bottle. I've got this like, oh, it's like I... I like it, but I don't love it. So now, what do I do? Just, so I just leave it on my shelf to not be worn? And exa- I exactly, exactly appreciate for, it. And...
0: Yeah, for that reason, I'll I'll often ask for samples, and then if I really love one, I'll say, okay, if you know, I'd love a bottle of that, and I'll I'll make a review, and I'm very happy to have it in my in my collection and recommend it to my viewers because I like it. Um, but yes, there is that a lot of the time, if you aren't if you like a fragrance, but you don't love it do you want to keep it taking up room on the shelf or you know i can't i i couldn't sell them i couldn't you know fragrances that have been given to me i i couldn't sell so i just kind of for now i keep them on the shelf because it's kind of feels nice to have them there and and also a reference point uh, for if ever i mm. smell something i go does that remind me of that thing and then it's there on my shelf and i can go and check it out and cross-reference it so i do like to keep things for that but I do want to say to you, pose a, a, a hypothetical question to you, Steve. You mentioned that you're in this pursuit of thirty ten out of ten fragrances, and, and oh, you'd wow. be happy. That
1: was a number I pulled out, but yeah, go for it. Okay, I'll stand right. by right. Yeah. All
0: right. So let's say it's thirty, and you you've got your thirty ten out of ten fragrances, right? You watch a um, you watch <laughs> a BFL video, and he says, "Wow, this this fragrance has changed my life. This is the best fragrance I've smelled in my entire." life and you, you you get a sample and you agree with him you think it's a shit hot fragrance problem is it's a 10 out of 10 and all the others in your collection are a 10 out of 10 do you add it and if so where does that stop does that become then 40 bottles does that become 50 10 out of 10 fragrances or would you be disciplined enough to kind of knock one one off the end one of your 10 out of 10s that isn't as much of a mind-blowing fragrances that all the other ten out do you see what i'm saying i'm just saying for yeah, all these people at, yeah. perhaps like my brother-in-law that's collecting all these fragrances that he really loves when does he stop collecting fragrances that he really loves is there an end point what do you what do you think about that well if
1: bfl i watched a bfl video and he loved a fragrance i would then probably go and watch someone else's videos to be honest because (laughs) bfl and i don't typically share (laughs) that much but aside from that i get the point i get the point you're making um i think i think that one of the things is with this kind of i guess well it's weird because most addictions well addiction i guess is about controlling it isn't it or kind of getting it under because I remember talking to my friend once and uh, we used to joke that she was addicted to chocolate and she actually looked up once kind of what are the signs of addiction and, um, and she sort of surmised that as a result of that she probably was addicted because like one of the things was does it change your behaviour? Like an example they gave is if you were walking home uh, you had to get home but to get some chocolate you had to take a different route to like go past a shop to get some chocolate would you do that and she's like yeah i've i've literally done that so yes it does so it does right. change my behavior it, it's becoming controlling you're not controlling it it's controlling you because it's yeah. making you change your routine or whatever so i think that's that's a lot of things with fragrance um so in answer to your question yes i would probably kind of keep it but i think at that stage if i got to the 30 i would then consciously if i wasn't for youtube it said i'd probably wind down so it's mm. every now and again i go through these like i say quite cathartic moments where i just sell loads of fragrances and it makes me feel better and i've had like a bit of a cleanse and i feel like i've got it under control like control and stuff and then i'll kind of give myself a bit of a buy and ban i don't really enforce it by you know locking away credit cards and all that malarkey I don't, but i just don't go looking because for me sometimes i get bored and i will browse hot deals uk or like you say you look at in the facebook groups or all beauty if they've got discount codes so then you know you've got addiction when the tail's wagging the dog like i rather than going oh i've i really like that fragrance i want to buy it it, you actually start looking to fragrances that you might want to buy that's i've done that quite often i'll look on hot deals uk scrolling through like search key term search fragrance and see what good deals there are and go oh that's a good deal and then I'll go and look at reviews and go oh that's actually a good fragrance perhaps i should buy it and that is the tail waggle and dog because you're looking at what you can buy and then if it's any good rather Mm -hmm. than going oh that's a really good fragrance i really should get that yeah and that sometimes i think sometimes i don't mind doing that so much if i'm just a bit bored and i have not bought anything for a while and it's something quite you know for my own entertainment but yeah sometimes i'm quite conscious of that so i'll go through phases where look i'm not going to open that app i'm not going to look for deals i'm not going to go in the facebook groups and start be tempted by stuff and i'm quite good i don't i've not been watching many fragrance review videos lately either so i think that's that's something that i do something that you said earlier um before we started recording as well was i only ever like when i have those cathartic moments where i sell loads of fragrances then i'll just use. if i i'll keep that i'm quite good i'll keep that in my little paypal account and i'll just use that money to buy the next fragrance but i don't just like go right i need to buy some more now it's just like i'll keep that there and yeah. then if it does the fragrance does come up at least i'm only spending the money that i've got back from selling fragrances mm. sort of thing so, so you're
0: yeah. you're kind of saying you're you're aware that it, it you perhaps you're a little bit addicted uh, but you kind yeah, totally, of yeah. feel like you manage it and you're on top of it and you're, you're aware that it could easily run away with you too much so you try and keep keep a, a lid on it. i think you're, you're pretty much saying that yes you feel it but you manage it and i I, th- yeah. I think that that you know it's there isn't it a lot of us are addicted to buying fragrances i've said i am totally, yeah. my mine is is a little bit justified because i'm i'm feeding it into my channel which is a little bit of you know a little business and a bit of work um but um you know so i think it is okay to be addicted if you're a- enjoying it if you're aware of it and you know when too far is is too far so what is too far and i think it's quite clear that it's gone too far when you're putting yourself in debt if you can afford to collect you know ten thousand fragrances if you're loaded and if that doesn't prevent you from paying your mortgage and feeding your family and you've got the room to have it and and your family doesn't mind if you can afford it why not the, it's a problem when you can't afford it, and you keep going, and you and you perhaps run up credit cards, and then that starts affecting the rest of your life, your relationship with your partner, and, and your or your family, providing for your family. So that's when it gets serious. So I think the takeaway is that that if anyone is feeling this, if anyone's feeling that it, it is difficult, and um, there's a lot out there, and you know steve and i are youtubers so we are fueling it for you know that's another subject really isn't it we could talk about steve you know we are part of the hype sometimes we are part of what is maybe a problem for for some
1: people when when we stand there and go i urge everybody to buy this or i urge everybody to try this you've got you should have this in your collection i think you know i I said that in my last video for the alexandra one i said i think everybody should have this in their collection so i am i'm encouraging this sort of people to go out and spend money it's Mm. It's quite a horrible responsibility, actually. When I yeah, think about it. But
0: we're not encouraging people to go out and do it beyond their financial means. So, no. so I think what you've got to do is you have to set yourself limits. I think you can enjoy this collecting addiction, obsession, whatever it might be. It's different for everyone. But you can enjoy it as long as you are aware of not taking it too far and getting yourself into trouble. So that might be by setting yourself one new fragrance a month, or if you can afford it, one every two weeks or one every week, but it's, you know within your financial limits. And don't go over that. You've got to make a deal with yourself to, to not go over that. And the other thing that you can do, I do exactly the same as you, Steve. I have a PayPal account. So if I sell anything, if I gain any, any money from affiliates, uh, then that goes into my PayPal account that is my fragrance fund so I only this last year I've got strict with that and I will only buy fragrances out of that fragrance fund in my PayPal account so it never um, trickles it it never eats into my current account because then once you start that where does it stop uh, So when my PayPal account is drained I'm like I, I think right that's it I'm I, I can't buy anything else until. More money has gone in, into that account, and I found that for me that has been great. that That's worked. That's worked really well. Mm. Um, I think perhaps something that that some people do. I'm diff- You and I'm I, I'm different because I think you were more into fragrances before you started your content, whereas I was less into it, and I've got more into it because of my content. Some people will have these vast collections, and then they will um, sort of. Uh, try to curb the addiction by starting up content. So it might be an Instagram account, it might be a YouTube channel to share their collection and share their knowledge with other people. And I think that some people may find that that helps. That means that they perhaps don't have to just keep buying fragrances because they're scratching the itch by talking about the fragrances that they do have with other people and, and recommending those to, to other people. So I, I think that is an option for, and a lot of people do that. A lot of people with big collections will start up social media content. And if you do that in well enough, then you might get to the point where you are earning some money off it and you're getting sent some complimentary stuff as well. So, so that that helps curb the the spending perhaps as well. But the key thing is with all of this is don't, don't spend over your limits. Um, that is just something that you, you don't. And if you, if you feel that's happening, then you've just got to have an intervention with yourself and just go right and you see people do this all the time they go right i'm not coming in this facebook group for for a, for the foreseeable future because it's no good for me i'm not going to watch youtube videos because it's no good for me you've you've just got to be be strong and mm. try not to let it get out of control and if it does get out of control well i guess you've got to sell those fragrances haven't you <laughs> to make yeah, the money
1: which obviously is similar to kind of what we've said about mental health, you've got to actually seek help and talk to people about it as well. If it is a genuine, as I say, I think you've it's self awareness. If you recognize that it is changing behavior, you're getting out of sticks. One of the things that's actually helped me, um, sometimes because, like I say, I do have an obsessive kind of personality if i find something i get into i i get into it and i research it and i dig deep into it so so, sometimes it might just be finding something else to divert your attention so i don't want to say get another addiction but i'm just saying (laughs) some other hobby that just might something to get obsessed over that's that's a bit healthier maybe that's not expensive yeah i started my other other youtube channel so i've been kind of trying to build that so I've, i've so fragrances have been getting less time for me i've not watched as many fragrance videos or you might go to the gym and kind of or whatever you know there's lots of different hobbies out there but photography or whatever it might be you know just find something else to uh, like i say not to get addicted into but just to bide your time and let out some creativity and then you've got less time or money yeah. etc to spend on something else so.
0: spread your passions amongst other things so that one passion mm. doesn't Get to that critical point where, it, as you say, it's it's ruling you rather than you having control over it. I think that's, that that is an, another great bit of advice as well, Steve. But listen, if anyone's feeling that it, it's genuinely an issue and you don't want to talk to family, you don't want to talk to friends, and you don't want to see a, any you know a professional about it, then please talk about it. Drop drop something in the Facebook group. That's private. If you'd rather. Just privately message Steve and I. Then you know, if you're really struggling, please do that. And I, I guess we will say similar things to. I feel like we've covered this in quite some depth, actually, Steve. But um, we, you know, we're always there. We, 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 we like to think that we can. Um, just be as we we tried to help and support through what's been a, a really horrible year with this virus i feel a lot of people have said the podcast has been great because you're two consistent voices just having a chit chat having a laugh about something that we're all interested in and people have um have enjoyed that so if if it helps to to talk to your fellow um geeks in the facebook group or to steve and i directly please do that and um if it if it helps anyone in some small way then that that would be great but you know we're all in this together we, we all feel that uh things like this go on so let's uh as we always say about mental health let's talk about it if you feel that it's gone too far if you are addicted um let's talk about it mm,
1: totally yeah that's the key thing got to speak about it
0: Right. I suppose yes. it's time. Uh, We're
1: running on a bit now. We should we <laughs> better do some sort of um, scenario? Scenario.
0: Excellent. So go on, tell me. I'm now. addicted to fragrances. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, after a flippant comment I made last week, you might not even remember it, because it was just a bit of a passing comment, but somebody actually put in the Facebook group there, were well, they keen to find out what you would wear if you were a drag queen going to a oh funeral? So that was that was quite a popular one, but I've decided not to run with that. Um, somebody's like, oh, I really, I really want to know what Chris would say to that now. Yeah. So, so there we go. There is uh, all sorts out there. Um, well, this yeah, week... it would be
0: Diaghilev. That, the answer to that one that would have to be Rogers Diaghilev, I guess
1: oh there you go smash that out of the park yeah. so we're getting two for the price of one now because i'm going to yeah. give you another one now right. well this week's scenario i've not been as far as i know i don't think i've been sent any this week so apologies if you have i'm quite sure i haven't but this week i was having a little pondering actually and i thought i might use my situation from yesterday just to put it to you to kind of what you were wearing. so as far as i know you don't have any tattoos do you no no so you don't so here's the scenario it's quite a um, straightforward one there's nothing too weird or wonderful um, you are going for your first tattoo you let's just say you are you really yeah. and you're going for your first tattoo you've not been to this tattoo parlor before but you've they've highly recommended you managed to book it online so you don't necessarily know kind of what you're getting into um with regards to the the situation but but from your perception so this is so i guess the first question is kind of what do you imagine a tattoo pilot to be and who's going to be there um you obviously you've, you're probably aware and then yeah what would you wear so let's say you're getting something tattooed on your uh your shoulder arm area so they're going to be fairly close to you they're going to be getting strong whiffs of it if you put it to your neck or whatever so you've got to be conscious that you don't want to choke them out it's not going to be too device divisive or weird or sickly sweet and then i was going to say would what would you wear if your tattooist was a man and what would you wear if it was a uh, an attractive woman or you knew it as a, a woman like would, would they be the same would they be different so i was just curious here this is, this is not like a, a, a test i'm just you know what from your perception of tattoo and what would you think you it's like a real world because then i'll tell you what i actually wore yesterday to go and get tattoos because i didn't actually mention it earlier so
0: mm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so I feel like my... I've never been in t- a tattoo parlour, but my image of one is kind of, I guess, what I've seen maybe in the media, in, in TV programmes, mm. films, that kind of thing. So, you know, you you could have... I'd, I'd say that you might have someone who looks a bit like a bit of a hairy biker type of character, you know, beard, earrings, uh, leather waistcoat, uh, perhaps that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing, uh, maybe a, f- a, few, a few kind of nose studs, um, and you know this that that's i guess that is a stereotype that that perhaps is portrayed in in the media but what i i feel like people who perhaps give tattoos are people who enjoy tattoos themselves Uh, I, i correct me if i'm wrong on that but i feel like it's it's a certain style and i think it's a it's a style having a tattoo is a style that someone adopts when they want to emphasize their individuality when they want to come across as as distinctive they want to be different they want to paint their skin to perhaps stand out as as being an individual in their own right it's it's, it becomes part of it's permanent isn't it so a tattoo becomes Mm -hmm. part of your identity so it's a certain style choice i guess does it does this seem like it's the kind of way that your mindset is on this steve is it a style choice for you or
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you get obviously there's very different styles of tattoos. So some people go down a certain route and they're looking for a certain look or a certain style. So it is almost like a fashion type thing. Yep. But Then you get lots of average Joes that you, a lot of people don't, you know, quite surprised that I'm tattooed because they sort of probably yeah, see I, me at I work must, in my yeah. my chinos and shirt or whatever, yep. and, and they think, oh, it doesn't look like the type. And so some people you do get sort of your average Joes and they might get a tattoo just because it might mean something to them or whatever. So there's there's different different um sort of uh different horses for courses or courses for or whatever the phrase is so yeah i guess but yeah it is a so a lot of people it's a style thing it's a statement some people it's just it means something so yeah i I mean we could then ask you what would you get tattooed if you had to but we're
0: probably something star wars you'll probably get the mandalorian (laughs) but no (laughs) well uh, you know i do have a tattoo i've not told you about steve Um, Uh, yeah anyway no I'm not oh, let's not um make uh, any rude jokes about Star Wars tattoos all right I think so I think I would want to wear something pretty artistic and pretty quirky
1: okay fair enough
0: so a fragrance that I really enjoy that I only I only have a sample of but I think it would fit this situation I think it, it would be an artistic fragrance that is pretty intense and pretty wild but I think it would go down well in from from what I envisage a tattoo palette to be so my niece choice for this is uh, zoologist t-rex and that might be in my mind because it's something that came up in conversation before we started recording I, I don't know but it just occurred to me that that would be an interesting artisanal fragrance that would really vibe with um with with being sat in a chair and having having a tattoo i think the person giving me the tattoo would get close and go that's really interesting what what is that and you would have a conversation about it and that's a nice thing that's a nice thing to happen with your fragrance isn't it it sparks a conversation mm. with with somebody um so niche choices zoologist t-rex and then mate for my designer choice there's only one isn't there there's only one i can go with this and it's diesel only the brave tattoo <laughs> oh
1: i did actually do that one time just for the crack i think I did, did, yeah. did i <laughs> yeah i think i did one time i got tattooed i think i had i did i thought i just sort of had to seems cliche it seems obvious but i had to do it yeah i think so, i did wear okay. it once
0: well i thought that was a that was a a, a bit of a, a daft um jokey uh, one but you've done it so i guess it it happens i, there I we did go. i In definitely will
1: i've i think i put on instagram should i wear this i don't know if i I think i might have um and just to go back to the question i asked would you would you stand by t-rex if it was a man or a woman you're not fussed about if it's appealing to a man or if it's attractive to a woman you still go with t-rex
0: absolutely because i i thought when i wore t-rex once that it was pretty strong and and Mm. maybe guys would would think oh that's like a bold fragrance i quite like that's very masculine but i actually got a compliment at work from from a girl and I she found, wasn't yeah. the girl into fragrances. She was just just a regular, you know someone who enjoys nice smells. And she actually complimented me as I walked into work. She said that, wow, that smells really nice. And that was yeah, T-rex. So yeah, it, it would work for for either, I would say.
1: I think that's a, that's a fair shout. Um, a lot of tattooists, like you say, they get these um, stereotypes, but then a lot of them are very, obviously, artistic. A lot of them kind of get into tattooing from the artist side. Right. So normally they're, yeah. they're, they can be great artists, and then to, to make the most of that, they kind of get into kind of tattooing. So it can kind of... Um, my tattoo pile is quite... Um, it's, quite it's quite a cool place to be actually i think they might even have the classic sort of cliche like motorbike like in the corner on the side there but yeah. my tattooist is a really he's a really safe like one of the reasons i went back to him he's done some really cool like he's a really good artist he's done some like pieces on my arms that i think artistically are really cool but this was just some text but i said to him i was like well i know it's a bit easy for you but can you do it because i'd like to go to you because we have good banter and stuff he's like he's quite a cool guy he's probably similar age to me he's quite a trendy dude actually yeah um and the parlour's got a mix so his brother works there there's a there's a couple of apprentices there's some, like a couple of women work there it's quite a cool woman so it's quite a, quite a mix so it's quite a, just a real mix really so i went with a different route for you for what i actually wore so i knew he was going to obviously get close, but then we are wearing masks this time so it's maybe a bit different so i didn't want to get anything that was actually too divisive because i didn't want him to kind of be tattooing me it didn't take long this time so i didn't really have to worry too much but i've been there before where i had like a four or five hour session and I thought, I don't want somebody to be choking out, going, oh, fuck me, what is this guy wearing? I've got to sit here for four hours and stinking and like, smelling this. So I went quite safe. So I went to something that's appealing for men and also for the women in the parlour. So I went for um, Explorer from Mont Blanc, which has obviously got the Aventus DNA, but yeah. it's a much more of a mass appealing, softer kind of yeah, fragrance on. that I kind of like. So I just thought, it's obviously, that DNA is something that men like. It's quite fresh, it's quite clean. And then also women kind of like it as well. So I went, different routes to you literally flipped the coin and right, kind of went, went the other safe. way and just kind of i went for safe so i didn't choke anybody out yeah. but yeah i think it's a good it's an interesting point because a lot yeah. of these tattooists are very uh, like you say creative type
0: people so yeah yeah and, that, and that's a fragrance that you could wear in any situation any time of the year i guess yeah, it's totally. super super versatile isn't it yeah
1: yeah probably exactly. even more versatile sure. than
0: aventus i would i would argue
1: i think it is yeah i think it is i think the sort of birch you don't really get that kind of birchiness in mm. uh, explorer um and so i think aventus is a l- less obviously it's fucking so safe and versatile yeah. but i think explorer even more so it's a bit safer and less probably even less divisive it's a little more uh, yeah. mellow
0: isn't it yeah Cool. There you go. So we've got two extremes on that one, but that's interesting. So um, we've managed to not do a short one again this week, Steve. We are Mm. are just heading into the hour. So (laughs) let's say our goodbyes. Uh, I'm very happy to say this is my final edit of 2020. Steve is editing next week, which is our final podcast Mm. of 2020. Um, So this is my final, uh, the final podcast of this year that I will be editing. And I'm literally just going to put the... um, the intro and outro music on i think mate i don't, I don't think we need much chopping <laughs> into this it's gone on long but i think it's been i think it's been important stuff that people will enjoy listening to so i i feel like i'll probably yeah. leave a lot of this in there um so well listen i i really enjoy it when we start getting chatting about quite serious subjects because i feel i feel good that it maybe helps people and i i think it helps me as well because just chatting to a mate about serious things uh, i'm the kind of person who is uh, you know a problem a problem shared is always better so uh thanks for listening mate i appreciate it
1: <laughs> so right it's interesting i said to you before we start recording actually that i watched jonathan ross and on their um Tyson Fury was talking about his mental health and Russell Kane was saying one of the he was explaining the differences between men and women and he was saying the thing is that women just talk a lot more about the problems even if there's no solution they yeah. just want to talk because women just basically a lot of time when they've got a problem they want empathy they don't want a solution they want to talk about it where men don't they want a solution so if there's no solution to it they won't talk about it and he was saying this is not right people need to talk more and yes. that's where men are kind of certainly the weaker sex we just don't talk enough about the sort of problems problems. when there isn't a solution so yeah Yeah. it's good to kind of air this stuff so
0: yeah well good well i I hope that you've all enjoyed listening to that Uh, steve i'll let you i'll let you sign off before i i do the final sign off yeah
1: not much more to say um thank you for listening um obviously we've got one more episode um it's hold on mate this i've just realized this isn't this this is the last episode before christmas isn't it oh yes Because next week that means we have to wish everyone a merry christmas it is so yeah have a wonderful christmas everybody i know how santa feels because it's only once a year when i get to empty my sack so i can relate (laughs) to the man so do so do have a great do have a great day (laughs) i hope you've had a Good year, considering, um, and hopefully next year is going to be a lot better. But yeah, have an amazing day. Hope you all get what you want, and I look forward to seeing what all your fragrance uh, gifts were on Christmas Day. And thank you to listen to the pod and do keep sending in your content, your scenarios,
0: etc. And yeah, I will look forward to chatting to you next week. Well, cheers, Steve, and thanks everyone for listening. I think that you know. <laughs> The end of the year is is probably as as shitty as most of the year has been because people's plans may have to change. I think people were thinking we were going to spend Christmas one way, and that might not happen. So, if you fall in, into that category, then you you know feel really sorry for you. I think it, it's happening to all of us, and we've just got to get through it. We've just got to do the best we can, and fingers crossed next year in terms of that there's been a lot of good things about this year it's not all doom and gloom a lot of good things have come out of this for a lot of people but we've not been able to do a lot of things see our families and do the socializing so it has has been very different so let's keep our chins up and we will keep providing this lovely podcast for you to listen to which hopefully uh, has acts as a bit of a distraction from worldly events that maybe aren't the best with that being said have a fantastic christmas everybody we will be back for one before the end of the year so we will uh, we will say happy new year to you i guess on that one so until next week stay safe have a week geeks bye